Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. I'm Leon Thomas. That's Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. Hey, Miranda, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Here we are, season number two, episode, episode two. two. We got the counts going. We're good. We're good. We're good. So it's really looking forward to another great conversation here. Go ahead and tell us about our guests, and then we'll bring him right on the screen and jump right in. Absolutely. So our guest is Dr. Oren Hertz, and he is by far my favorite person to sit next to at a dinner party. I think that he is so fun and so interesting, and I think that he's going to have some great stories to share with us. All right, let's bring Dr. Hertz on. Hey, Dr. Hertz, how are you? I am well. What a lovely introduction. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Absolutely. I feel the same way about you, Miranda. Thank you. So, so I, I so you're the him too. I just met him, but he seems like a super nice guy. So he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Leon, I'm sorry if I cut you off. You you said he's the one of the your favorite people to sit next to at a dinner party. Yes. Absolutely. So does that mean he's funny or engaging in conversation? A little of both. Go ahead. Tell me why. Everything, everywhere, all at once. He's fun, funny, interesting. Well traveled, just great. All right, right on. We'll we'll get you a name badge that says "Sit next to me." How about that? <laughs> no? That's my spot. <laughs> um, so, Orin, I know now that you are in um, the academy. Now you're a hospitality professor, but prior to joining um, the academy, you had a pretty rich history in the lodging industry, right? Yes, correct. I, I work for the Hyatt. I work for the Sheraton. I work for a small um, hotel, a boutique hotel in uh, Connecticut. Uh, spent one one winter there. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I, I can't do <laughs> the cold and the snow. Uh, fell on my booty with the ice and everything. Just not for me. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I do. I do. Yes, uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, front desk experience as well as uh, food and beverage experience in, in the lodging industry. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me about your time in the lodging industry. Our show is all about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen in your industry experience, how have you seen that progress? Did you see that pretty prevalent for your entire career or did you see it go up, down? What? Um, I, I will say uh, I've uh, learned quite a bit about diversity because this was back in the 90s. I, uh, you know, I'm, I look young, but I'm old. Um, this was back in the 90s, and um, I was uh, exposed in the hotel industry to diversity such as um, LGBTQ, um, trans people, uh, people of color, uh, specifically um, a lot of uh, culture and uh, influence from Haiti. I've, I've learned quite a bit about Haiti, uh, especially working in food and beverage operations um, in the kitchen. We, I've, I was exposed to um, people, the people of Haiti, uh, learned a little bit about their language, learned how to speak bad words in, in Creole, uh, which is always fun. Um, and um, so, so, yeah, the diversity was always very evident. Uh, I, I don't remember a hotel, not in Connecticut, not in Sheridan. No, I, I don't remember a hotel where 
everyone uh, looked and sounded like me, which would be very boring. As funny as I am, uh, it would be uh, it would be very boring. So right off the bat, working in in the lodging industry back in the nineties uh, and early no back in the nineties early two thousands, I was already in private clubs. Um, it was I, I really loved the diversity and appreciated the fact that um, I can learn about different people, different cultures, different habits, uh, different everything. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you talk about in the in the 90s, right? That was when when I was in in the business full as well. And I worked for a management company and we were opening a hotel and the, the big president comes in and he says, we have everybody working here. Take a look. We've got white folks, black folks, Hispanics. We got it all. And this is, you know, obviously way before DEI was the in thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around the room and I go, yeah, we do have it all. But no one of color is working in a really public facing position. Everyone was behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking going, yeah, we do have everybody here, but what are we doing? So I asked the question, why don't you have any black managers? And he said, well, that's not that's something we're, we're not going to talk about that right now. You just keep doing a good job and we'll see what we can do for you. Now, that was that was then. Have you I hope you've noticed a change in that in that attitude from upper upper management. Have you have you noticed a change in that? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the focus on um, the focus on the talent and the, the diversity that people bring to the table, uh, it's in research, I'm not uh, sharing anything you don't know, uh, is actually contributing to the bottom line. And I am very pleased to, to see that good companies in the hospitality industry are, are appreciating and understanding, A, the importance of it way before the bottom line, and B, because publicly traded companies report to shareholders and it's all about the bottom line, if diversity contributes to the bottom line, then it's fantastic. Now, I am not bottom line driven. Um, I never was. Of course, um, I, I believe that you make profit by being good to people. This is how the, the profit comes second. So if you are good to people, all people, everyone, and you really promote an environment of inclusion, but really not just like, oh, look, like you said, this is devastating to, to, to hear. Honestly, I'm, I'm saying it in all honesty, where there's there's kind of like a ranking system. Yeah, we do have black folks, but they're not um, they're not in, in high positions. The, I, I would immediately beg the question, why? What is what is the hang up here? What's happening? Why? What is preventing everyone working for an organization? to move up and move forward and it's i think it's a good question to ask isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah i'm leon thomas here with co-host miranda kitterland lynch and our guest today is Oren hertz you're here watching checking in a lodging dei chat the show is produced by the leon thomas group and we're going to take a quick break to See two commercials that team members of the Leon Thomas Group produced. The voices that you hear are those of Kelly Johnson and Dion Hunter. We'll be right back with our guest, Orrin Hertz, after this quick message. Water, it's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. 
toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. We're back. Again, you're watching Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. That's Miranda Kitterland Lynch. I'm Leon Thomas. You can watch Checking In, a lodging DEI chat numerous times during the week right here on these same social media networks. And you can also listen to the podcast. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe and get that download every time there's a new episode. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can contact me via email, that's Leon at the Leon Thomas Group, or you can contact Miranda. Miranda, how do folks get in touch with you? You can literally Google Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. I am the only one you're going to find. If you find another one, I will give you $1,000. <laughs> right? That's still, <laughs> I still love when you say that. I love it. I love it. Let's bring our guest, Oren Hertz, back on. And we're having a great conversation about diversity in the hospitality business. Go ahead, Miranda. So, Oren, can you give me an example in your industry career of when you saw DEI handled really, really well? Just an example of top-notch chef's kiss. They nailed it. Oh, I have a perfect one. Uh, one of... Um... The employee. So uh, part of what I did in the industry, I worked 10 years in the private club industry, golf clubs, country clubs, and et cetera. And uh, uh, I was a food and beverage director. And I uh, will never forget one of our employees. And this wasn't an isolated case where uh, he uh, was an immigrant from Haiti and um, uh, was hired as a dishwasher and by the time I left the company, he was a supervisor. So just seeing him moving up, uh, a couple things here. His own motivation, he insisted on improving his English. So he asked if he can go to English classes. And as a company, we said, absolutely, we'll pay for it. And he did. So on his spare time, he would take uh, English second language um, and improve his uh, communication skills, moved up in the kitchen from dishwasher to cook, to lead cook, then asked to move to the dining room, started as a uh, server assistant, server, dining room captain, dining room supervisor. And I've seen this transition. And what was really beautiful about this is this person's motivation combined with the company's support. So no one ever, ever raise an eyebrow and say, well, you know, he's an immigrant from Haiti or he's a black man or, you know, whatever. It, not even like um, in in in, uh, in closed rooms, which I absolutely despise, uh, but everything was really transparent. And we saw him and he saw us 
uh, he, we saw him as, as we saw his great potential and a person who could do really well. And he saw us as a company uh, who that does not discriminate, who appreciates or that appreciates diversity and doesn't see him as a Haitian immigrant, but sees his talent and, and drive for growth and, and fire in the belly uh, and just kept opening the doors for him. And uh, it was it was just I, I absolutely love this human, and I lost touch with him because he's not on social media. But um, just what, what a great what a great uh, thing to see to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. I love that idea of company support for somebody who's motivated to do what they need to do. That's excellent. I know mm -hmm. we only have a few more minutes of your time. Uh, so I'd like to give a shout out to your podcast, actually, if you'd like to share with our listeners any information about your podcast? Thank you very much. How lovely. So my podcast is named The 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. And the name uh, uh, implies of the podcast itself, 10 minutes, once a week, a different discussion about uh, leadership. Now, um, this is for people inside and outside the hospitality industry. This is not necessarily for um, current leaders or, uh, or CEOs. This is for aspiring leaders. This is for mothers. Uh, this is for anyone who is interested in, uh, in, in leadership. And uh, kind of like you, if you, uh, Miranda, if you look up my name, wherever you look, uh, you listen to podcasts, just put in Oren Hertz, it will pop up. You'll see it immediately. Um, and the reason it's only 10 minutes uh, once a week, because no one's got time. So 10 minutes is just, just the right amount to kind of get the, the tip in the ear and then run with it. I love it. Go Thank ahead, Leah. I like it. Dr. Hertz, it's now time for our two signature questions. Ah. Dr. Hertz, can you give me a drum roll, please? Yes. All right, here we go. The first question. Have you ever had a Maryland crab cake? I think so. Hang on. <laughs> I was in Bethesda at a conference. And a friend, it was a few years ago, uh, a friend took me out to dinner and I'm pretty sure, I can't remember. Well, you probably remember. So maybe I did not. Do you know what? Because I would remember, come to think. You I were, know we went to dinner. Where was the conference in Bethesda? Bethesda. Am I That's close geographically or no? Forget in it. Maryland, yeah, Bethesda, Maryland. Okay, so you had you were technically you had a Maryland crab cake. You were <laughs> close to Washington D.C., so we'll go ahead and give you credit on that one. Okay, okay, <laughs> at good. Least you, at least you didn't say Nebraska. Yeah, you no, didn't no, say no. Nebraska, so you're good. You're Never good. Been. You're good. Yeah. Go ahead, Moran. So my last question for you is: If you could go back in time. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Just one piece of advice. Oh, my God, Miranda, don't be afraid. Don't be, oh, mm. my God, this is, oof, this just sent chills. <laughs> don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I um, stayed in that dark and, and, and scary closet up until age 30 for fear of nothing. I, I, I don't even know what I was afraid of. Um, oof, that really, that hit hard. Yeah. I think that's great advice for any aspect of life. Yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah, I love it. My goodness, yeah. that just straight to the heart, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and don't and for afraid. no reason. No, I mean, I'm I am uh, perfect the way I am, as we all are. We're perfect the way we are, 
but we're in our head and we're in our minds and we're like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. I, you know, I, I, no one will like me if they know if I'm gay. What rubbish, you know? I mean, I was afraid. Just what a, what a, what a waste, you know? Yeah. So don't be afraid. That's, that's the best. Wow, I love that. You just gave me chills. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That 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 hit hard. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so Amanda, much. Oh, thank you. You know for what that. we should do? All of the, the advice, the 20-year-old self-advice. We should capture all of those and put them like in a, in a magazine, a book, something online, and folks, we could have them all listed there. Because I mean, this this is good. I like that one. Yeah, Thank you, that's Dr. beautiful. And oh, the yeah. very last page of the book would be Dr. Orrin Hurt saying, "Don't be afraid." Don't be afraid. Yes, <laughs> I see whoever that. is listening, don't be afraid. You yeah, are perfect I, the way you are. <laughs> I like it. I like Thank it. you yeah. so much. I really Ooh, appreciate Leona and I really appreciate you being on the show. Yeah. Yes, Thank me you so too. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. Folks, I'm Leon Thomas. That's Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. We're the co-host of Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. Thanks for watching, and we look forward to seeing you at, on our next episode. Miranda, we'll see you at episode number three, season two. All right.